honestly, I'm not trying to offend anyone out there right now, but I might because I'm just going to put this out there. If you have any form of stickers on your vehicle, I'm not going to lie. I think you're a weirdo. What? A hundred percent. I'm now offended. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Kitty Whispers. Episode 7. I don't know why I always want to say it in Spanish. I wanted it to be like, seis. Like, I don't even know what that is. Siete. Uno, dos, tres, tres. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis. Siete. Siete. Mm -hmm. Ocho. We know a little bit of Spanish. (laughs) (laughs) We can count to ten. What is it? Like, un poquito. Very little. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? We're muy, going to Mexico. Muy, uh, you know, uh-huh. We're going to Mexico in December, and I'm not going to lie. When I get into the in, the culture. Same. I just start. Oh, I did too. Speaking out my ass. And honestly, it's like the more tequila that I have. A hundred percent. When last I went to Puerto Rico, we went to, uh, <laughs> we went out and about and, you know, having drinks. By the end of it, I was, like, mixing, like, I came back home, and for, like, the first week, I was, like, mixing my, like, English and Spanish, like, in conversations. Like, I was just, i become fluent. I mean, like, I, I use words in, like, the wrong connotation in Spanish. Oh, I, I, they look at me. <laughs> they look at me like I'm crazy, but then they're like, ha these stupid, <laughs> these stupid Americans. Yeah, what they're thinking. gringo. My grandfather, you know, I, I'm a quarter Hispanic. Uh-huh. Can never tell by looking at me. Uh, my grandfather, his affectionate pet name for myself and my cousin Brittany was uh, Weta, which is white girl in Spanish. <laughs> Swear to God. I love that. Yeah. Weta. And what? I would argue I would want to be the biggest Weta because I was older than she was by mm-hmm. two years. So when I was little, I'd be like, but I'm the biggest Weta. And then. You know what? I'm like, <laughs> Maybe we should make that a shirt. Maybe. No, it might be offensive. I don't know. Why? So all white girls out there. Just kidding. Offend the shit out of us. It's fine. I don't give a shit. It's <laughs> my pet name for my grandfather. Um, what did you do this weekend? I mommed real hard. Yeah. Mommed it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, the girls, my children, were supposed to go with their dad, but they did not, which is fine. They wanted to stay with me, which... Shocker. You know, yeah. Blows my mind. But um, I think they may be going this weekend, which works out. Nice. You get some loan time. Yeah, Young Buck is coming back in town. So y'all may link up? Maybe. (laughs) You and I can link up. We are going to link up. We're going to link up on Friday. And we're going to relax. And we're going to have some wine. And we're... uh, Technically, I was trying to not drink. In the month of November, but I've already failed miserably at that because I just have so many events planned. Yeah. It's not avoidable. Like I can't, I mean, I guess I could go to the events and not drink, but then I feel like I would be kind of tired fast. Right. I, uh, I don't ever try to, I learned a long time ago through open (laughs) enrollment. I don't ever try to set stipulations on myself during open enrollment. Like, yeah. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to. Well, I think you know, I just have been no. feeling like after Halloween and then last weekend, it just knocks me on 
my rear and I know it's like putting poison in your body so yeah. I just wanted to let my body cleanse it which I'm not a big drinker anyway so it's not like it's affecting me that much but right I don't know we'll see we'll see what happens yeah I don't I'm not a I'm not like I would I would consider myself like a moderate yeah like, I'm only like a social drinker I mean, like, after a long day, I have a glass of wine. See, and I don't even do that. I've gotten to where I really don't even enjoy wine. What is wrong with me? I don't know. Maybe it's because I have kids and work. I and mean, you definitely have reasons to unwind. And I, there's some nights where I'm, like, sitting on the sofa, and I'm like, you know, a nice glass of wine would go great with this scenario, but I don't want to get my lazy tell up to walk to the kitchen to get it. <laughs> Like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's, uh... Oh, I know. So then I'm like, eh, whatever. It's better than waking up feeling dehydrated. I was talking with my, uh, my friend. She's also my rep. Mm -hmm. Shout out insurance opener moment time. And she's whoop, like, whoop. look, there's no such thing as not drinking during this time of year. <laughs> and it's, it's true. I mean, it's... Well, actually, there is. And we do have friends and people that are sober full support um I'm thankful that I don't have the addict gene to where, yeah I don't um, have that I, problem yes and so you know that's where I'm at on that yeah you know when I was driving over here today I saw a sticker on a window and it's been like on my mind of what the hell does that mean and I wanted to ask you what you thought it might mean so you know how there's those annoying stickers that say baby on board? Mm -hmm. This one was like that, but it said juicy on board what? and then had baby feet beside it. Please tell me what the hell that means. Maybe she's on feet finder. Juicy on board? <laughs> May, I don't know. But it had feet, like baby feet? Weirder. So I feel like it's like... Another way of saying baby on board, but juicy on board. Not, not for me. If y'all know what the hell that's referring to. Can you let us know? Please, because I just, it didn't make any sense to me. And honestly, I'm not trying to offend anyone out there right now, but I might, because I'm just going to put this out there. If you have any form of stickers on your vehicle, I'm not going to lie. I think you're a weirdo. What? A hundred percent. I'm now offended. Why? I have a sticker on my what car. What sticker do you have on there? It's a peace sign. It's small. It's Just a P no, it's a, it's a peace sign, a heart, and then uh, I think it's a, I don't even know. No, it's a I dog nose, it's, but it says peace, love, and rescue. That doesn't surprise me. I heart weenie dogs. I see a lot of those. I heart my pit bull. I heart, you know, all that, those things. I see the stick figure families. I'm not going to lie. I do kind of like the one where the dinosaurs eating the stick figure families. I was because about to say, those are my only ones that I feel like are acceptable for fam stick, family stick figures. Nothing, honestly, I want to play a joke on someone and put a stick figure family on the back of your vehicle just to mess with someone or the ones that have like their cats and their dogs and their goats and their horses like knock it the fuck off <laughs> i've seen some and they have like seven it's crazy no why were you why are you telling the world what you have going on at well home? and this is a psa 
you should really be aware if you have your children's names in the school that they it's go to. It's weird. Well, I don't, it's more of a safety concern. Yeah. And I mean, I get people want to be like, oh, Aggie grandma, Aggie mom. Just I'm stop. Buy a shirt. I'm surprised you don't have an Aggie. I'm no. surprised you don't have an Aggie. You know, I don't plate. mind. I don't. I don't mind the little like school logo that kind of looks like your car logo. Like, I don't mind those. It's the stickers, which I know it's a Jeep thing too. Like, I know. So I guess those don't bother me so much. It's just the really weird ones that are just like in your face. I either prefer little ones like the ones I have. Mm-hmm. Or for them to not have any. Yeah. Or for them to just have a shit ton. Like if you're going to do it, balls out. But like sometimes I sometimes like, those ones that are a shit ton are usually the ones that are like coexist and like. But you know what? Political stickers. I hate fly. political stickers. Can I say how happy I am that political uh, elections is over? Would you say I'm, that? Yeah, I'm tired of hearing about it. I'm tired of seeing it. I wouldn't consider myself a super political person I would say I'm less than moderate <laughs> but I get so tired of he- hearing and seeing people post and it's like nobody cares and you're not going to change anyone's opinion well I mean I think that everybody it is a right I think that it's a wonderful thing get out and do that and yeah. care I have family that are in politics and you know what I'm all for them having the room and space to voice their opinions I don't like when people start having huge divisions and forcing it. Like you said, you're not going to change someone else's opinion. I think you should be respectful. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of glad that it's uh, wrapped up. Yeah. For now. Till the next one. Till the next one. Um, So we did a really cool interview last week, which y'all are about to hear about. Yeah, I'm really excited. Y'all are going to get to meet Lana, Mm -hmm. the medium. Lauren's relative, but she's amazing. She's phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and I'm not just saying that because she's y'all are related. Yeah. I've experienced her as well. She's done a few readings for me and she's been pretty spot on every time. I even had my grandpa came through. I had a brother figure that passed away he also came through so there's been some pretty which and like how would she know any of that I mean literally she was saying things that no one would know and it it made me cry I mean even my dad and mom were blown away when I called them after my reading to let them know and just for her to be able to like sit there and without any knowledge of me tell me are you dealing with this in this moment and I and generally she's spot on yeah, um, she um she's done readings for me in my adult life, um, probably for the last like seven, eight years. And uh one of the coolest scenarios is I have a relative that is on the other side, so she's not related to her. She mm-hmm. doesn't know anything about her, right? And she went with me and she usually does readings. So if y'all want one, we're gonna put her contact information, but she always does readings for me at the beginning of the year typically. You know, yeah. I like to kind of have a forecast. We should and schedule that with her. Absolutely. And uh so for this one she did she, this particular person uh was single, had like a seven year old daughter Um, just went through a pretty big breakup, was living somewhere in a really great situation as far as like it was free for her. She, she was pretty set. And, uh, Lana said to her, so do you have any plans to move this year? And she said, 
no. She said, do you have any plans for any more children? She goes, I don't think so. You know, and she's like, you know, I'm single. And after my last relationship didn't work out, it was like the love of her life. She's like, I, you know, I don't foresee that for myself. Mm -hmm. And Lana goes, well, let me tell you what I see. And this is in February. She said, I see by the end of the year that you are going to move. You're going to get married and you're going to have another baby. And my friend laughed, right? Like, she's like, <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> she got back together with her ex because it wasn't like a bad break. It was just timing and things. Mm -hmm. And so they got back together. Uh, she, they got married, I believe, in August. Um, she moved in with him, I think, like, obviously when they got married. Mm -hmm. And her son was born one month premature and came in December. It's so wild. Isn't that crazy? It is. The last reading she did for me, guys, I'm just going to share just a little bit of snippet before we move into the interview. Mm -hmm. um, she came by in July and uh, picked up a Christmas gift that I brought back from her from a dear friend of hers in New Orleans. we got to go to New Orleans. we got to do it. Yeah. But uh, anyway, she told me, she's like, hey, do you, you know, I have my cards. Do you want me to do a reading? And I said, sure. And she, this is July 21st. I looked up the date and she goes, here's what I see. I see you having a big separation. There being some trouble around, but it's not yours, but mm -hmm. there's going to be some major divisions that are going to be life changing. Um, I see you, I pulled the Empress and the Emperor cards back to back. And she was like, uh, both of those are the entrepreneur card. So like owning your own business she said, I see you doing that in September, October timeframe. Um, and I was like, oh, well, maybe the podcast. She's like, yeah, I see that more in October, which is funny because we launched October 4th mm -hmm. and she had no idea. And I started my ag agency in the middle of September. Yep. And there there was there was like underlying currents, but there was not a timetable for that to be happening the way that it happened. Right. And not at all. I don't um, think you expected that at all know how can you expect something like no. that but um and then she said I see great things coming you know everything that you've been working so hard for coming into fruition you know you're going to be honing in on your craft and your skills mm -hmm. I see just things and it has been amazing literally just almost every single thing she said including the separations and all of the things have just come yeah. to this place where timing has almost been there I mean obviously it's not like perfect but I mean it's right. pretty she's she's definitely naturally uh she has the gift and the mm -hmm. awareness and she's awesome she really is and when she did my reading I had just gone through a breakup so it's almost like I wanted to do it just to put myself at ease um and kind of get a little insight on to what you know was going on in general and I feel like she just kind of opened my eyes to a lot of things and then on top of that my grandfather coming through so just feeling like in that moment of me being so heartbroken you know I had someone an energy around me that loved me and cared for me and was there so it was just really nice to be going through that and then have her kind of put my mind at ease with all that but yeah, confirmation yeah but it's cool she's so you know just during this interview she's going to be talking about numerology and the importance of numbers yeah the importance of numbers and knowing your life path number and you know what stage yeah what year you're of, in yeah life that you're in and um it really is cool so listening and and calculating those numbers and 
Yeah, she's going to tell you guys how to do it for yourself. Um, she's going to tell you the importance if you find yourself seeing 111, 333, Yeah, angel numbers. Like, I see those repetitions of numbers all the time. Definitely. Uh, which I fully believe in those things. Um, but just kind of opening your eyes and revealing, you know, the significance of knowing those things. And yes, it's just neat. It is neat. So we hope you really enjoy. We always get something out of her interaction um, individually, and it was really cool to kind of do it together. Yeah. Uh, Deidre and I both have the same life path number, which is fun. Mm -hmm. And so maybe in the new year, we'll set up um, an interview and have her do like a live reading for both of us. Oh, that would be cool. We should do that. I would love that. Well, we hope you guys enjoy and uh, we'll have all of her information underneath the podcast and listing. Uh, Lana, the medium.com. Yes. And And then subscribe and leave us a review. I'm also, we're going to start blogging a little bit of tidbit, a little bit more information on some of the things that we share. So be looking for that. They'll be on our website. And uh, if you want a sticker, let us know because we're passing those things out like candy. Hello at kittywhisperspodcast.com. And you can DM us. All of our platforms are kittywhisperspodcast.com. And that is all. That's a wrap for this part. Please hang tight. We definitely want you guys to listen to this next part. It's yeah, awesome. you'll enjoy it. All right. Well, until then, meow. Bye. Well, hello, Miss Lana. Hello. Thanks for meeting with us today. No, thanks for having me. <laughs> Why don't we tell our audience a little bit about who you are and what you do? Okay. Well, I work primarily as a psychic medium, but I read tarot and um, I do massage. I do trance and Reiki healings, and I'm a hypnotist. And I do everything from stress to past life. And And so I also do numerology really great she is amazing so backstory we're related uh for our audience but she also has done my like annual readings now for years and years and every single year it has come to fruition and been full of truth so it's always very exciting for me anytime we get to visit yes I love to do readings yeah, she's done mine reading a couple of times and it's always been very interesting. Yeah. My favorite part's when they say no. And then like today I got a text. So I read for a lady the other day and she was basically thinking, nah, nah, nah. And she texts me today and she's like, oh my God. She said, you told me my husband always wears black hats and I've never seen him in a black hat, but Today, I asked him, where'd you get that black cat? And he says, I wear it every day. (laughs) And she told me that all those bunch of stuff I told her had happened today. (laughs) She sent me a text. That's what I love. I just laugh then. I love to hear her tell me. (laughs) Yeah. So for our audience, so Atlanta came by my house in middle of July and picked up a very overdue Christmas gift and... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Very over to laughs> Christmas in July 
And uh, she did a reading for me and she said, I see come September, October, uh, you're going to be starting a business that, you know, I, I pulled both of the entrepreneur cards, the Empress and the Emperor. It was like, I don't know how many, you do 10 cards, right, Lena? Uh-huh. So I think eight of my 10 were business or uh, money and uh, your craft and everything that you do coming to fruition cards. And I just remember like, I was like, okay, so you mean like the podcast, we're locking the, we're launching the podcast in October. Oh, okay. And then like, um, she's like, yeah, but I also see something in September. And I was like, mm, I don't think so, but maybe. And literally right there, smack in the middle of September, started my business. Uh, I had technically two of them now because of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, every single thing that she has said thus far, and it's we're only three months away from that, have come true so far. So all good things. It's not always a science though, you know, but it's like probability. It's like 70%, you know? And so I do do numerology and I did y'all's numerology. Who wants to know? Ooh, I think all of us. Okay, so I'm not the world's greatest numerologist. I'll tell you up front. But I always do it part of my tarot readings because it gives me insight about your personality and what year you're in. And with that, it helps me know which decision you'll make according to the cards, right? And so I do have a friend who is a world numerologist and she's writing books for Hay House. So I called her and she gave me a new little trick. And I was like, oh my God. And it's a relationship trick because everyone wants to know about relationships. Mm -hmm. So we'll get to that one. But Deidre, I did yours and you are a seven. So let me show you how I did it. You see my little paper here. I added up your birthday all the way across Mm -hmm. and you are a 34 and three and four equals seven. Mm -hmm. So that is your life path number. That number will never change for you. And what's funny is you both are sevens, but that sevens, y'all should never watch the news because sevens are warriors. They worry about things, right? But they're very spiritual too. And they're always looking for the truth in things. And um, sevens are very nurturing, loving, and um, but the truth they're looking for, right? And so then we do a season. I'm just doing a little short version. So here we go. I did your birthday with the year 2022. Mm-hmm. And you are a 13, which equals to a four, right? Okay. So what that tells me about this year in 2022, this year is about finding balance for you. So you'll be looking, you might have in the beginning of the year, you might have like cleaned your house and threw things away that didn't fit and things you don't need and went through stuff. And you might have gotten a little more organized this year and through the year and got more balanced. And you might have written your five-year goals down and wrote down things that you want because we start kind of putting things in order in our four years. Mm-hmm. Did that make sense for you this year? I mean, that's me in general. (laughs) I'm constantly organizing and planning and all that stuff. But I was going to say, I feel like in like around January, February, 
isn't that like in like March? Isn't that when you were like cleaning out your closet a bunch and like, yeah. Now it's looks like a tornado hit it, but (laughs) yeah. And you kind of get more organized in your mind and what you want, and you write your five year plans, your five year goals, that kind of thing. Yeah. And so I did Lauren, and Lauren, you two are a seven. Yes. You you two, I added up, and you can you see it? So all you do is you add your birthday. So Lauren's birthday is 4-25-1985. So I add four plus two plus five plus one plus nine plus eight plus five. And when you like add a lot it, of numbers, sounds old. <laughs> you're 34 and four and three is seven. So you two have that spiritual side, but you nervous, you get worried easy. You know, you're very sensitive. You have to be careful watching the news. People who are sevens watch the news and they're like, especially now, oh my God, the world's coming to an end, right? So don't watch the news. I yeah, tell I everyone- watch, I don't watch the news and that's why it gives me- I, I don't either. <laughs> everyone who's a seven this year, I'm telling them, don't watch the news. But sevens are looking for the truth and they want, they want to know the truth about things, right? And they're really good about giving. Are y'all both big givers too? Yeah, sevens are big givers. They're very sensitive and nurturing and they want to give. And yeah. sometimes they give too much. Mm-hmm. And so, but Lauren, your birthday, when I put it to 2022, it's a 17 and a seven and a one is eight. So that tells me, going back to your reading in July, that tells me that eights are all about money. This year, your mind is focused on money, how I can make money, how I can get money, obtain money, save money. Eights are all about the money. And so you'll be more focused in work in an eight year. Sometimes you'll get two jobs, you know, because you need more money, right? And that's what we do in our eight years. And numerology tells you a lot about a person's personality and the year they're in will tell you a lot about what they're going through that year, right? So when you read the tarot cards, you kind of have that in the back of your mind and that's why I do it. And then I look at your cards and I'm like, I see these possibilities, but now I know which one will be more likely to come to fruition because of the year you're in and your personality and things about you. Yeah, I did. I pulled a couple of money cards and uh, all my cards, like I said, eight out of 10 were focused on work. And, and things like that. So it makes sure that's all you've been focused on this year. That's all I care about. Um, Right. Right. That's really, really neat. Sean, do you want to give her what your birthday is? Your stuff? Sure. It's uh, 9-2-1987. You are a nine. So what that tells me about you is you're probably in the background. You like to be in the background. You're quiet, you're in the back, but you're watching, you're looking, and you have a lot of questions. Like nines are like our teachers and they're, um, they're watching. They wanna know who, what, when, where, so they can make the right decision. They never wanna make the wrong decision. <laughs> are you like that? That sounds about right. Right. 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. So you too are in an eight year. So have you been thinking about money, how to obtain money, save money, get money yes. all year, right? Yes, definitely. Yeah. 
that don't mean you'll start a new business every year in your eight year, but it just means you're going to think of ways to hold on to what you have or to get more of what you've got, you know, and it's just money focused, right? Yeah. I actually did start a new business this year. So, oh, you did? Uh huh. Well, usually when people come to me and they're like, I want to start a new business and they're in a five year, I'm like, uh uh, because the years you start it can really depend on later on the success or the failure. It really can. And so like um, I have a, my friend who's the world astrologer. She took a company. She worked in HR and she took a company. I won't mention names. And she took it from being a company to like a huge million dollar company just by how she hired people because she would go home and she would do their numerology charts. And they might've came and applied for this job, but she wouldn't give it to them because they wouldn't have been good at it. They wouldn't have gotten along with the other employees. And so she would have hired them for this job instead, right? And it became so apparent to the upper management that while she's been working there, no one gets sick. You know, all they don't have arguments like employees have. There's no, and so they're like, what do you do? And so she set them down and showed them how she hires people. Right? Oh, wow. Interesting. Wow. That's really cool. Actually, I have three companies that are small companies, but it's people I've read for personally. And they call me and they send me their information of people they're looking at to hire. And I do the numerology hmm. for it. That's interesting. And I'll tell them, hire this one. Let you know, if you want this one, then <laughs> we're going to move her here. And I just, I'm not even near as good as my friend, but I kind of do it for them. And it's worked for them so far too. That's awesome. pretty cool. Nice. You hear that folks? You people may be doing your numerology report to see if you're hireable or not. <laughs> right. Well, one of my clients that, that, that I do it for, she did it because she would hire people and they quit in three weeks or they quit in three months. And she's put all this money into their training and then they quit. So she came to me in her reading and I said, oh, just send me their stuff and we'll do their numerology and see if they'll be good a fit for this job, right? And that's how it started. And I've been doing it for years for her. That's cool. I love that. So and how does, our, uh -huh. I was going to say, how does that tie into the relationship stuff you were talking about. That's what I'm getting to. Da, 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 da. I made notes because <laughs> I didn't know this little secret. And um, I mean, I just do numerology for your life path and for your year, right? And then that's just part of my tarot. Plus, if people call me, I can do a numerology report for the whole year. I don't always add it into my tarot readings, but more often I will, you know? as a bonus. But anyway, um, so, so when I called her to get some little tidbits, she gave me, I asked her, is there any way to see if a relationship, what'll happen? And she goes, oh yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, I didn't know. So she told me, I'm so excited. So let's look, which one of y'all's got a significant other? Either one of y'all? Sean. Just Sean. me, just, I'm raising my hand. It's a podcast. Me. <laughs> Do you know her birthday? I do. You better say yes. <laughs> yes. It's um, 1130, 1988. 1130, 1988, right? Yeah, there's a fun story about that too. So um, years ago, it was, we had just gotten together. We weren't married yet, but my mom texted me and asked like, hey, or no, we just got married. Anyway, 
mom chats me said, hey, when's Charles's birthday anyway? And I was just like, oh, it's 11, 28, um, 88. And she was just like, okay, cool. Two hours later, I text her back. I go, no, that's the dog's birthday. Her birthday's on the 30th. <laughs> okay. Oh, Sean. Yeah, the most <laughs> embarrassing thing I said. And I tell everybody that now. Because because dogs are scary. important in our lives. They are, yes. <laughs> and they're two days apart, you know? <laughs> well, she's a four. So that tells me she's probably very organized, balanced. She yes. has to have a plan. She's not spur yes. at the moment. She's not going to jump Correct. up and let's get Vegas. She's going to have to plan it and have a plan in case the plan don't work, right? Yep. Yeah, exactly. that's a four. And she's in a two year. So is she a little clingy this year? Yeah. In our, so. in our two years, we, we can be clingy in our two years because our two years are about partnerships, right? And yeah. we're looking at partners and we want people all around us and we don't want to be alone, right? Right. But so she told me to find out your purpose within your relationship to take, I will take my eight and I will say, no, you're a nine. I'm sorry. I'll take my nine. And I'm going to subtract four, and that's going to give me six. So that means your relationship is supposed, the reason y'all are together and your lesson to learn is um, you're going to, y'all get a well, y'all are going to get along well. That's a good fit for you. Yes. Right? She's like we the do. other shit. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's what it says. And it also says that um, six is about family. So that's part of y'all's purpose is to figure mm -hmm. out family dynamics, right? Yes, Your family yeah. together and hers and yours and y'all's. It's mm -hmm. like that's- Yeah, no, she's very, she's always been very much about her family. Um, she works for her parents. Uh, I'm doing some work up there with them too. So yeah, we're always intertwined with family. Yeah. All the time. That's yeah. just gonna be y'all's interaction, right? Now your lesson, let's see what your lesson will be. Um, your lesson's a four. So your lesson's going to be about balancing each other out. Yeah. Y'all are going to have to learn how to balance each other out and how to come together and uh, find the balance and the chaos, if that makes sense. Now, like you said, she likes to plan and I like to plan too, but I can be very chaotic and just spur of the moment, go for it. I made the decision to start my business out of nowhere pretty much. So, you know, and for her being so structured and planned, that was a big, you know, it was a big change for her, a big okay. change for her. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. So that all lines up. And so that's how you do it. I didn't yeah, know this awesome. relationship tip. It would have helped me a lot. A lot. Had it <laughs> Does that mean Lauren and I don't get relationship tips since we're not in a relationship? Well, you got to be in one. <laughs> I thought you were so going to tell us what our relationships are going to be. Yeah, I know Young Buck's birthday, Ooh. but I'm I'm not going to give it. Yeah. What about mine and Lauren's relationship? Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Okay, let's look at it. Well, y'all Thanks, Daydream. So, so y'all's relationship's all about change. That's part of your, um, like when I say, it's not your relationship, but y'all come together to learn a lesson. And the lesson for you to learn are, is to be changed, be able to be 
changing things, right? Mm -hmm. So y'all are going to do well together when it comes to changing and moving so that y'all can move forward, right? Yeah, well, a lot and has that's, changed since we've came into each other's lives. So is that like creating change for those around us or change within us? Both. It'll be both. So it's like, all about change. And it's also, it's, it's what you're supposed to do when you come together. And it's also what's going to cause problems between y'all because y'all have the same number, seven, right? And seven and seven is 14 and 14 is a five. And five is all about change. So y'all are going to have to keep the balance of change. And when things change, just know that's what it is. It's just a change, right? Mm -hmm. And not be so sensitive about it. Does that make sense? Yes. Well, in, well, in so Deidre, is a Pisces yeah. and I'm a Taurus and I need yeah, one of stubborn. What? You're stubborn. And I'm sensitive and I hate change. And Tauruses right. don't like change either. Yeah. So, but, and that's going to be, and it's funny because you both have that same number. So you both are going, this is a lesson for you both to learn. It's about uh, how to come together and create change, but it's also going to be your problem within your relationship change. So you just have to be aware and just be more sensitive to, and just know it's change. Mm -hmm. Change don't mean this or that. It just means it's changing and we're moving with it. Right. Well, I don't think we do a good job of like when some, one of us goes through some sort of change, we kind of. I feel like we've had, <laughs> yeah, both of us within our own personal friendship, we've been friends now for three, almost four years. And we both have had significant changes in our personal lives, mm -hmm. professionally, romantically, you name it in those three years. Um, and we, I feel like we have both been such a strong support system for each other through those changes. And then I also feel like through this podcast, one of the things that we want to do is create some level of change of what that expectation of what the normal, uh, professional, strong woman, the way that we are perceived as being those professional women out in the working world and have that expectation of fitting a stereotype and not um, where we both are so multifaceted that we want just to build a level of acceptance. And we really, like, we've spoken about that a couple of times within our podcast. And I think that that's why, because like, we want to change that where people feel comfortable and know that you can be everything that you want to be. You can be awesome at work and you can be a, a freak in the sheets and you can be a good mom and you can do all of those things within yourself and should be accepted, right? Is that, yeah, say that, okay. Well, and that's, and that's what, you know, y'all are coming together and y'all are gonna have creation in order to change. It's, that's what I said, like you're coming, a you're, you're going to have lots of change, but in the process, y'all both are sevens and it's your problem and it's also what's good for you. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So you'll both be good with change. And then if there's a problem, just know it's not really a problem. It's just change and mm -hmm. move on. Right. That's really great advice. This, these two numbers will support each other always. Right. Yeah, I like it. So yeah. these are good numbers, especially if y'all are going to do a podcast or a business or something together. 
these would be your better numbers because you're going to have lots of change <laughs> and you're going to need it. Right. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. That's so much fun. Um, one of the other things that we wanted to talk to you about, Lena, is that we both, I literally woke up this morning. My daughter woke me up because the cat was crying at 4 30. And then it's like, every time I go clock, I'm seeing four, four, four today, just today, I've seen 1111, 111, 333, I've seen 444 twice today. I saw it in the AM hour and in the PM hour. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen an 11 most of the time when I looked at the clock lately. So it's like 711, 411, 1111, 911, 811, every 11. Yeah. And I, I always see 444, 222. 333 or 1111 like those are my and it's daily one of them daily. yeah daily I literally see the 111 333 1111 and 444 and mm-hmm. I always every single day I see which is not an angel number but I see the clock at 425 which is my birthday 425 it can be an angel number just specific so, to you yeah well seeing your birthday like I see 526, that's my birthday. I see it all the time. Part of it, there's two things that kind of cause that, I think. And one is that in our mind, we once we click on it and it's like, oh, we it's a subconscious thing. And then our subconscious just allows us to see it, right? Mm-hmm. And then it, it's there to remind us of who we are and where we're at. That's how I feel about seeing my birthday right? Mm-hmm. My friend started seeing 1023. That was a birthday. And she called me freaked out because she'd been seeing it for months and she was sure it was a sign she's going to die. Oh, wow. Oh, no. And I started <laughs> laughing and I said, well, if you do go ahead and leave your, your life insurance to me, but that's not what it means. <laughs> I've seen it for years. I like, I, I, I've been seeing 425 for, I don't, I can't even tell you it's been at least probably in the within the last 10 years but then almost every single day for the last 10 well, years pay attention because when you see it it makes you become more aware of yourself and where you're at does that make sense yeah so when you see it what's your first thought when you see 425 your first thought is oh, my birthday and what happens when we think about our birthday we think about ourselves we think about where we're at and what we want because everyone wants something for their birthday. Does that make sense? So it's almost like a subconscious thing to bring into us to say, oh, where are you at? What are you doing? You know, well, when we see that. Somewhere. Especially like for me, I've always said that my birthday, and when I say always, I mean like my adult evolved version of self, like mm-hmm. more self-aware version of self. I've always seen uh, my birthday as like my own personal new year. Like I always, because to me, that is my trip around the sun. What have I accomplished in it? And what have I gone through in the past year? What do I want to go through in the next year? Uh, what are my goals? Where am I at? So like for me, and every day you get that memory and that reminder when you see that number, mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. You understand? Yeah, yeah absolutely. So that's how I feel about birthdays. However, uh, Doreen Virtue coined angel numbers, right? And everyone thinks she's the one, right? But actually, um, I made little notes so I wouldn't forget. <laughs> but actually, uh, Plato did, and um, 
Who is the other one? His name's in here somewhere. But actually, this goes way back, way, way back to the numbers. And so she she kind of coined it, but it was this way before her. And it goes way back even to um, Plato. And um, the numbers like 111. So when you look at numerology from 1 to 10, they mean things, right? But when things come to us in sequence, then we pay more attention. Does that make sense? The angels do come and give us these symbols and they're kind of like a little push. It's kind of like, especially if you're saying it over and over and over and over, right? Like today, don't tell my husband, but I went to the store and I spent $222.22. <laughs> and I looked at it and I just laughed because 222 is all about sharing. It's about togetherness. It's about, you know, partnerships, right? And so what I bought had to do with partnerships and it had to do with, awesome. you know, and, and I just laugh because if you look at what it means, like one, one, one is supposed to be, oh, the angels are really there with us. And I believe it is. And it's our signs from our loved ones too. They'll give us numbers, right? Like the day right. they passed or their birthday. And we, so numbers are important. They're actually very important to the universe because it's kind of what the universe is made out of. And um, so I pay, I personally, personally pay very close attention to numbers. But when you look at the numbers, you know, uh, 111 is go getters. So in numerology, the number one. One, if you're a one, you're a go-getter, you're a CEO, no one tells you what to do, you go make it happen, right? And that's kind of like when I see one, 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 and I, people have come to me and they're like, I see one, one, one. I'll, my first thought is it could be a loved one. So have you been thinking about a loved one? You know, has someone passed recently? And they're like, no, okay, then you, what's going on? Do you need to get up and work? Do you need to move? Do you need to make things happen? And then, yeah, that'll be the answer, right? Hmm. so what's one, one, three one? yeah and two 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 is about oh, partnerships yeah. you know and then when i get it when we dig in there again it could be someone that passed but usually it's about um you know they need a partnership they're lonely or they're looking to start a business and they want someone to start it with them or they're looking for partnerships those are numbers the angels can't just they don't communicate with everyone. So these are ways they can communicate with us. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so when we see these numbers, they're not accidental. It's not an accident that you see 444, right? 444 is about balance. So if you're like frustrated and you're driving down the road and you're upset about a situation and all you see on that road trip is 444, I would say you better stop and let's clean this chaos up, you know? The, they're probably letting you know we need to get some things in order we need to get some things organized here so we can clean this chaos up that you're upset about does that make sense mm -hmm. yeah and this is kind of my viewpoint on it but and uh but i kind of find it to be real <laughs> and so when people are saying five 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 a lot and people come to me and they're like i keep getting five 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 and i'm like well that's great because Let's talk about this. You know, normally it's because they need a vacation. They need a change. They are at their end and they're holding on by a stick. But you wouldn't know it just to see them because they're trying to pull it together, right? But the angels right. are like, you need to fix something. We need to change something, right? 
And when they yeah. start really analyzing and looking at what the numbers mean, then they start figuring out, this is why I'm seeing this, right? You're, you're, muted. you're muted, Lauren. <laughs> what is, the, I, I've been saying a lot. I've been saying like, that's so neat. That's so me. I do feel like I'm in chaos, uh, but I also, that's kind of like where I'm at right now um, and transitions and work and life. And I'm so busy that it's just all of those things. So that makes sense why I'm seeing four, 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 but I'm also seeing three, three, three a lot. And so four, four, four is more about balance. It's, it's not just about chaos. It's about getting balanced. Well, that's life. what I'm saying. Like I need yeah. to find balance, right? Like at four, yeah. 44 this morning when I saw that and all I could think about was how much I needed to sleep that was probably the universe being like you need sleep um what does three 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 mean threes are kind of self-awareness threes represent us it's like you know uh, people who are three they come in and their numeral their life path there's three they're usually artists and writers and very sensitive and very emotional and you know, and they're very self-absorbed, not really absorbed, just self-aware, right? I'll say aware, not absorbed. But, you know, they're kind of about, let me write my emotions and let me feel things, right? And uh, so when we see 333, often for me, that means that we need to look at ourselves. We need to be a little bit more aware of our own needs, our own thoughts, what we need. To reflect. Mm -hmm, reflect, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm in a steamrolling place right now where uh, I try to be self-aware as much as possible through every single thing, but I'm also like neglecting a lot of, um, I'm neglecting balance and I'm neglecting, like there, there's things that I can just tell within myself and maybe that's where that's like why I'm seeing those things, right? Like, well, like I oh, think I'm you're seeing three, three, three because you're not making enough time for yourself mm -hmm. because you are in this mode and I've got to do this and this and this and this and you're just so focused and so go get it. If you're not remembering, you have your own needs. Mm -hmm. Well, there'll be time for that in January. And you'll quit saying it in January. <laughs> Well, because we're going to Mexico in December. So. Ooh, we are going to Mexico. <laughs> it's really oh, fun. I'm jealous. Uh, right, right, right. Two days before the end of open enrollment, but that's okay because my goal is to get all my work done before that <laughs> happens. <laughs> so. And you, <laughs> John, well, whatever the jealous. numbers are, were you seeing, Sean? Oh, I was seeing three, three, three a lot. I do. I see that when I wake up in the middle of the night, it's usually around the three thirty hour, you know, so there's three, three, and then three, three, three a lot. Ooh, that's a great question for you, Lena. I, what is the number I forgot? Is it something, is it in the four o'clock hour? But it was something like about whenever if you're waking up at this time, I think it was like in the middle of the night, they're like, if you're waking up this time, usually it's like, because somebody has passed. So there's like a, a three o'clock anywhere between three and four. They say well, it's AM. Yeah. It can be anywhere between two and six actually, but because the veil's the thinnest around three, right? Three or four. Well, I want that to stay shut. What? 
I said I would prefer that veil to say just close. <laughs> oh, that's I mean, I always associate it with like bad spirits. Though. No. Right. Hey, so I got a question on that. Okay. Okay. Hold um, how much is numerology rooted in religion or vice versa? Because we've talked about angel numbers, uh, you know, the veil being thin there. A lot of people relate religion to that. Like, how much are those related? Well, I think that numbers are important because of the Bible. You know, there's there's verses and stuff, but I'm mm -hmm. not really religious like that. So okay. I can't really answer that question, to be fair. Yeah. Lana kind of spoke to it earlier um, when she said that that numbers are the core part of running like our universe right and i've had some level of enlightenment where i have come to understand that everything you know like sevens are very important three six nine and those frequencies as far as like how those things <laughs> <are> <laughs> Three, six, the twin. <laughs> yeah, but no, but it's true. It really is true. Like everyone says, like six, six, six is a devil number where really it's not. Family. You know, six, and there's six, six is nurturing family and dreams. Uh -oh. And so that's really the devil number because the devil. sometimes the devil, especially because of bad kids like I do. Mm. Or I was going to say, you come from things, but I had a poet that had a credit card that had, you know, the little three-digit code on the back. It was six six six, and I was like, "Get this away from me!" But but that's what I'm saying is that it's actually not. It's actually not a bad. No, it's not. It's not number. And it's misunderstood. Right. Well, and as I was explaining, where did that come from? I don't know where it came from. So with the devil, I believe it comes from Nero. Um, and his name adds up to 666. And that's where it all traces back to. If I remember my Catholic school education right. Well, I still don't want it anywhere around me. Okay, so let me, let me say something here. People, this gets on my nerves because people will say that, like... Keep 666 away and don't mm -hmm. touch the Ouija board. It's evil, right? And so horror stories. I just have to laugh because I use the Ouija board all the time. And it's not a toy for children. I will agree with you on that. It is not a toy, but that's where they sell it. But it's not. And it is something to be used, but it's a piece of board. It's just a tool. It's just like if you're a cop, you got a gun. It's a tool. And I use that tool. So I'm a medium. I talk to the dead. And when I need to know if someone's missing, because I do look for missing people and I look for murder cases. And so if someone's missing, I will get on that board and like pray over it and pray for my room and, you know, put angels around. And then I'll be like, make, you know, if you've passed, please come communicate. And I will use it for things. And it works for me. 
but it's not a toy just to jump in and laugh and joke about because it's not the board itself. The board has nothing to do. It's the fact that you are opening and um, in a portal, you're opening, opening the ability for spirit to come in. This is just a tool for them to communicate with you, right? Mm -hmm. So it's I wouldn't sit there and and you know um, what was that other one people did? Heavy as a feather or light as a feather. Light as a feather, Yeah. <laughs> Any of that stuff is going to open portals. So you need to be praying and setting God's white light around your perimeter so that nothing dark can come in. And that's the only thing you need. It doesn't matter what tool you use. I have. Well, isn't it about if you're going to use it? Well, one, you need to use it the right way, because if something does come in, you need to close it, you know? And I think a lot of people let things in and don't know how to properly like close it back off. That's true. That's why you really need to know what you're doing, mm -hmm. but it is not the devil's work. Right. And well, so let's go in on the thing. chicken wings. Right. You're like distracting me. Look at your face. <laughs> and let's talk about hauntings because that's something else. Spirit, people, people are good with spirit coming and telling you good things, right? Yeah. They want to hear good things. But if they come in and they try to get your attention, so everybody's about the numbers. What and I wrote them down, so we're gonna go back over the numbers right quick. One, one, one is manifesting, it's rapid movement, it's making things happen. Two is partnerships, trust, that kind of thing. Three is self-awareness, uh, creation, creating stuff. Four is um, plans, arrangement, getting things squared away, getting organized. Five is change, transformation. Six is nurturing family and dreams. Seven, believing is higher power you may start your spiritual journeys in your seven years or you see seven 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 you could be on a spiritual journey right because seven's more of a spiritual number eight 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 is about abundance making money you start seeing a lot of eights you'll start noticing you may be making a lot more money soon right nine 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 is uh Endings, 999 is endings, wrapping things up, getting rid of, right? That's so interesting. Um, I see eights a lot and I can't speak of one of them right now because of certain situations, but also <clears throat> at the end of one of my past relationships that was very detrimental to me, which you yourself, Lana, even said to me, he is the devil's spirit is within him. Like you do not want any part of this. Um, she told you that you didn't run. Well, she didn't. Okay. She told me several things. She told me in my very first reading, right before I met him, literally two months before I met him, I see someone coming in. He has long lasting ability, um, works around law. But there, it, there is a caveat of he has to stay in a certain, like, there was, like, something about the way, like, he has to stay in a certain place or, like, a mindset. It was, like, a mindset, I think, I remember you saying, like, or there will be, or, like, if he goes down into this rabbit hole, this, like, deep place, then, like, it's not good. 
but I had that in there. Well then, and then I pulled the devil card and it saw legal trouble, which of course I was, that was the year that I was assaulted, but then fast forward two years or a year and a half. And I remember the next reading I had and she said, but we were already like fizzling out, but she was like, you Lorne, he has like the devil spirit. Like he, I still see his energy all around you. And that was when you came into the reading at uh, that lady's shop. And that was right after we had split up. But you, at that time, I was seeing nines all the time, Ooh. like constantly. Uh, so anyway, so that was just my little thing. Well, I think angels and guides and loved ones are always giving us symbols and telling us things and giving us direction we just don't listen and that goes to hauntings so let me let me tell you all about haunting okay so first of all I'm a medium I study at author Finley it's a college in England and it's the only one for psychic development in the world and there was a great woman who was my great teacher for many years and she has passed this year and it has been devastating to us all and her name is Mavis Spadella but Mavis tells the story and then I'll tell you hers and then I'll tell you mine. And she tells the story about hauntings. And she's like, she went, she lived in England and she went to a castle because they were having these horrible things and these hauntings happening. And she's a really short lady. And she says, leave me alone. I'm going to walk the, the place. And so she walks through the place and she comes back and she says, ah, I know the problem. I know the problem. And everyone's waiting with painted breath, right? And these people apparently had butlers. So she says, can you please go get a, a, a ladder and bring it into the kitchen? And they had two, two older boys. And she says, oh, boys, join us, join us. And so the family comes and they all go into the kitchen. And she tells the man and um, to set the ladder up. And she climbs to the top and she reaches to the very back. And everyone's thinking, what's wrong with this woman? Because there's nothing in these cabinets up there this high. And she reaches to the very back of the cabinet and she finds a cookie jar. And she says, ah, I found it. And she pulls out this cookie jar and she pulls it out. And she says, this is why you're being haunted. And the two boys are starting to tiptoe away. And she turns and says, uh-uh, come back, boys, come back. And she opens it and it's full of heroin. So these boys are using and selling, what? right? So that's what I'm talking about. So me and a friend did a haunting. I'm not going to give no name. Hey, I'm confused. What were they doing with the heroin? Using and selling. So how were they haunted? The love, their loved ones were trying to tell the parents. The spirit stay. Gotcha, gotcha. Welcome. welcome, welcome. Positive haunting. Following. Right. Yeah. So, but people get worried. So anyway, I'm not going to use any names or, or anything, but we went and did this um, little uh, haunting investigation at this house. And so my friend had went before me and I went after us. And while we're doing it, I sit down and I like, I see some bad stuff. And I'm like, hold up. Like there's some bad things here, but I didn't say nothing. And we left that night. And I did not meet the people who owned the house. And when we left that night, I had a dream. And my dream was very vivid. 
And the woman, she was full-blooded Cherokee and she came to my bedside and she said to me, leave this alone. These are our people and we'll take care of our own. And I said, okay. Mm -hmm. So I called my friend and I said, you know, we're not going to give any information. We're not going to do anything. We're leaving this alone because of what happened. And they agreed. Wow. And so a few months had passed, I think. And he had ran into the owner at the store and uh, he said, oh, I'm sorry that I haven't given you the results. And she says, it's okay. Right after y'all were finished, because they had been having a lot of activity, but it was only in the uh, one room, right? And it was the daughter's room. And mm -hmm. she, and so he, she says, it's okay after y'all left. Some things came to light and I uh, had to get rid of my fiance and my daughter's in safe now and all this stuff, right? Oh, no. And, and so, but had we went and had we given this evidence that, you know, this is, we found activity in this room and we found activity here, then we would have wrote all this up to ghostly stuff. Does that make sense? Yeah. But because right. we never gave no report, then they have to, then, you know, they're, they don't have anything. So, you know, things happen and you, and people get caught, right? You're always going to get caught. Right. So spirit comes to, to like, give you heads up. They don't come to, to haunt you or scare you. Right. But so what if it's like a house that there was like a bad energy, like, like that, that spirit's like stuck there. Like those are the stories I always well, hear. Spirits don't get stuck. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't believe they get stuck. And I, and the spiritualist church church teaches, they don't get stuck. Now, sometimes we may have to help them cross and it's not that they're stuck. They just need to have a little help. But that, you know, it's, it's one of those things. I don't think even if they were stuck, even if that's true and they could be stuck, they're not, why would they haunt you? What did you do to them? Right? Even if they were horrible people, why would, what would they get out of haunting? I feel like they come to give us help. You know, it's like, you know, let me help you. Let me start, you know, that we're only going to have activity in this room. So logically you should think, why is there only activity in this room, right? So that's really and interesting because I don't know if you've listened to us or not, but in right. our last episode, we did a special ghosting ghost episode and mm -hmm. Deidre and I, early on in our friendship, we met through a leadership program. Sean was a part of our class too. And um, anyway, we were at the Capitol, uh, the state Capitol, Texas, and her and I both on two separate occasions and did not know till later that when we both went to the bathroom of the old part of the Capitol that was not burnt down, mm -hmm that we heard a woman crying in the bathroom like like <laughs> like crying 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 like a whimper cry like I heard I thought she was in the stall next to me we both Deidre and I both picked the last stall we both noticed that the little uh ceiling tile was moved mm -hmm. I remember hearing this woman cry and I went back and I told one of our friends I was like I think there's this woman crying in the bathroom Daydre heard the same thing she even like kind of peeked open the door and realized no one was in there 
but we never, her and I did not have that conversation until like after the fact. Right. So like I had my experience, she had hers. Then she walked up and was like, I just, this just happened. I was like, what? That just happened to me. So what would you say? And we've heard, they were even telling us on our tour that there's like hauntings of the state capital, right? So like, what would you as a medium say about something like that? It's probably residual energy in my, in my, and I, and don't get me wrong. I do believe that there is some dark energy, right? I just don't think we're stuck, right? So um, some people are scared to, to go on. So they have to be helped. I said that we may have to help them cross and right. maybe they do get stuck. Maybe I'm wrong. I've just, I just don't believe it. But I do believe in residual energy. And at my old house where I lived, if you would have stood in the hallway on, on certain months in the spring, you would have heard a radio and you would have heard the whole casting of a baseball game. It happened wow. every time, every year, so time, right? Well, that's because not that my house was haunted. Well, that one wasn't haunted, but it's because there was res uh, residual energy stuck there. So for whatever reason, that energy would recreate the same time, right? Right. I don't care. I just listened to the radio and went on, right? Yeah. And it didn't but feel dark. It didn't feel dark. It just felt... It felt like, sad. Honestly, I was like, oh shit, there's someone in here crying. I yeah. So it could have just been residual energy. If it's something dark, trust me, you're going to get that chill up your spine and you're going to know it. Now, so speaking, go ahead. Oh, I have a point. Though, speaking of dark things, I mentioned it to um, Deidre and Lauren once, but have you heard of the hat man? No? Okay. So there, I mean, I've seen it online and I've experienced it before, but it's a figure, a large shadow figure that um, you can see like the large wide brimmed hat and kind of like trench coat. That's about it. You know, it's all shadowy mm -hmm. and it usually comes about during negative times and things like that. And I experienced it once in my house and I looked it up and there was a whole bunch of other things that I saw about it. So. I just didn't know if you knew anything about that. I don't know anything about it, but I'm sure negative energy exists. I'm not saying it don't, right? Right. And um, I just don't know what the purpose is that they would get out of coming, right? Now, if you're having negative things going on in your life, maybe they show up because they're feeling comfortable, but they cannot hurt us, right? Right. But that's something us. too, like it never interacts. It's just there and it's menacing and yeah, just... Interesting. Sorry. And I mean, I've had people and I've had people call me. Well, anyway, um, I went, I want to tell you all this story. So this man calls, this woman calls me, she's my client and she had sold her house and the man who bought it called her and said, we keep seeing your mother. My kids have seen her. I've seen her. She keeps going from the bedroom to the bathroom, bedroom to the bathroom. Right. So she calls me. And I said, well, you know, I'll go see. And if there's something there, I'll have a chat with her and we'll clear this up, right? So I go. And I can't tell all of the story because I'll be telling on myself. But anyway. Uh, what'd you do? <laughs> well, I'll tell you off camera. But anyway, I went, uh, I went to the house and it was residual energy. 
I mean, you could just see her. She'd just go from, that's all she did. She did nothing else. She would go from the bathroom to the bedroom, bathroom to bed. It's residual. It's what does that mean? Uh, residual energy. Like it just it. means so it's is it like energy. It's a like a blueprint that just continues, right? But so Deidre, not... you know, with the old TVs or not old, but like early 2000 TVs, if you left the a certain video game on or something, that pattern would be burned in to the screen. Mm -hmm. Did you know on the LCD TVs? No. Okay. I do. I love I video know. games on my TV. Yeah. I know what you're but, talking about. But anyway, yeah. so I'm like, oh, you don't need to worry. This is nothing, you know. But I said, what you need to worry about the man upstairs in the closet. <laughs> and he, this man looked at me. <laughs> he goes, What? And I said, well, your wife won't go in the closet, right? And he's like, no, she won't. And I said, I know because he's here with me and he's telling me that he killed you. I mean, that you killed him. You shot him. So you must be a cop, right? And I said, and his wow. name is, and I got his first name, not his last. And when I said it, the man looked at me and he knew immediately because that was the name of the man he had shot, right? And he goes, no, wow. I'm not a cop. I work for the FBI. <laughs> Wow. And I said, well, you know what? I'm fixing to leave now. And the man he <laughs> killed was in their closet? Yeah, he followed him home. Now that can happen where like something happens and they follow you and they kind of attach. I do believe in attachments, but anyway. And so. Um, I don't want an attachment. Well, well and. Not that yeah. kind. <laughs> well, and that's really interesting to me. So like, I know that I've had. Lena, I've had you speak, you've, you've probably done readings on a, probably 20 of my friends. Like, yeah, I mean, I've had two separate parties. I've had at least 10 people there, a high number. Sorry, my dog is rubbing the bed. So I'm shaking. Um, there's been a high number of people, uh, a very, someone very close to me, their situation was they had a newborn baby that had passed and they had a set of twins and the newborn baby had passed and they were so wee. And she was very, she was very concerned about everything, but she, anyway, you had just said that, don't worry, the baby is with your mother-in-law because the mother-in-law had passed and like you were able to, to like, you saw all of that. I've never had a conversation with you as far as like I go where you're like, like nobody's come through. Like with Deidre's reading, like her grandfather came through, right? And, wow. and I we have the same family, Lauren, and I don't want to talk to them. <laughs> I know. Um, but what's really weird is like, so real quick, because we got, I guess we got like 10 minutes, but my um, I want to talk about dreams for a minute because you had said something about like very vivid dreams and mm -hmm. people coming through. And so I've had, I do like, I've haven't had them come through in a reading, but I've had people come through in dreams, dreams. Mm -hmm. a lot. So what does that mean? Well, they're probably not dreams, to be honest. They're probably true visitations and it's late at night and you're in that sleepy state. So you don't, you pro don't process it right and that happens often they'll come they'll let you know they're there they'll you know give you advice they'll tell you things they'll make peace with you um 
you know, all kinds of things like that. One thing, um, spirit, I mean, spirit's a whole different world than numerology, but my brother died June 23rd. I knew he would die that day. And I woke up, I canceled my appointments. I went to my mom's. I said, let's go. We got to go find Shane. And we knew he was homeless and a drug addict. And we went and looked in the area he was at and we did not find him, but he was miserable and I knew it. And so I stopped the car and I said, we're going to pray that he passes today, mom. And I looked at the clock and it was 1145. He died at 1245. And we stopped and we held hands and we said our prayer. And after we prayed, an ambulance passed us. Well, little did we know that he was in that ambulance. And he died at 1245, right? And so people think that that's horrible. I think that's great. I'm so happy for him because he was so miserable, right? And he was too past the point of getting better because he had staff in his blood and they'd already cut his toes off. They'd already sliced his arm and irrigated and there's one to amputate his legs. Right. And so, but anyway, so anyway, we paid for the, we did a service. I did, I'm a minister. I did a service and we did, um, I paid for it and everything. And we're waiting for the insurance money. Well, we have to have the death certificate. It never comes. Right. And so I'm like talking to him in spirit and it never comes and everything bad that can happen, happened to me like crazy, not bad stuff, but just crazy stuff. Right. Like Mm -hmm. I keep like a wolf right out in front of me and I hit it. I think I hit every animal known to man after he passed. Right. They would just like appear and things were just happening. And I was like, I am so sick of this. And I ordered his death, the death certificates ready. So I ordered it never showed. I called and they said, oh, it'll be ready. We'll send it to you next week. I go to Chicago. I come back. It never has came. I ordered it again from Vital Statistics. I paid extra to have it overnighted. Never shows up. I order it again thinking, you know, maybe there was a misunderstanding. I get overnighted. It never comes. Months pass, right? I just got it. You know why I got it? Because I had a sit down in spirit. I said, I was like, look here, you better get your ass over here. And let's me and you talk about this. (laughs) Right. And when we had this come to Jesus in spirit with my brother, the next day, every death certificate showed up the same day. I got a big stack of them. That's wild. All on the same day. Lena, you... And things have gotten better. I mean, like Good. just weird things, not bad things happen, you know, but like weird things like, you know, thing, I dropped everything, you know, I hit every animal, things like that. The right. last really vivid dream that I had, my grandmother actually came through and she, I could, it's like, I could feel her. She like hugged me. No, she, you, those are visitations. And I loved it. I just woke up crying because I was telling my mom the dream because my mom kept bugging me like, I want to cut your hair. I want to cut your hair. It's getting too long. And in my dream, she came up to me and it's like we were at her house for Thanksgiving and she just wrapped her arms around me and like had pulled my hair down like behind whenever she was hugging me. And she was like, babe, your hair's so long. I love it. And I was teasing and I was like, mom keeps bugging me. She wants to cut it. And she's like, don't cut it. And I was like, see, and that was the answer to your quandary that you were having at that moment. Spirit will come and give you answers. You have to ask and you have to trust the answer. 
And that's the problem. People don't trust what they get. I feel like they're, they're, yeah, they're I feel like, like, am I crazy? Well, there's so much alignment. And for me, everything, especially in my own personal spiritual journey and where I feel like I've had the most growth was when I realized that the universe is there for me. Everything is constantly, whether it is some things it are immediate, some things eventually, all things eventually, whether it's in this life or the next, like I will understand, I will be, my personal spirit will one day have that. And it's how much of an alignment am I in with that for those things to come to fruition in my personal, like physical experience of life. And so I have chosen just to accept all of these things as signs and guidance and, and directing the path. Um, we have so much enjoyed having you with us every single time I speak to you. And obviously, yes, we are related, but I cannot tell you how much I love the fact that we are. <laughs> and, um, if people wanted to have a reading or a medium or like experience um, or know more of what their numerology and their personal number is, where would they be able to find you, Lana? LanaTheMedium.com. It's real simple. LanaTheMedium.com. <laughs> we love that. Thank you so much for enjoying by just yes, spending the past you. hour with us. Yeah. Well, thank you for having me on. Well.